0: AI-powered hiring for the enterprise. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Dr. Mike Hootie, Chief Science Officer at Modern Hire. Welcome, Mike.
1: Thanks, Tanya. Thanks, Tanya. Good to be here.
0: Great. What does Modern Hire do?
1: So Modern Hire is an all-in-one enterprise hiring platform that allows our clients to engage candidates uh, and create personalized experience with them and help uh, hiring managers and recruiters make more informed, effective hiring decisions. And the platform combines artificial intelligence, advanced analytics, assessments, interview technology, automated scheduling, all into a seamless uh, SaaS platform uh, that really enables uh, the hiring process to be more efficient, to be more effective and to be more fair.
0: Where does artificial intelligence plug into the hiring process today?
1: Well, more and more, it plugs into just about everywhere in the hiring process. And there's different areas. Us as modern hire use artificial intelligence. So, um, we do assessments and we use artificial intelligence in our assessments and the way that we score them and that we bring data uh, together and model out um, what drives perf- the prediction of performance outcomes, uh, people performing and staying at organizations. So we use advanced analytic techniques like machine learning to model out data. We also do it to constantly make those, um, those assessments shorter. So kind of what's the minimum amount of data we can get to make a, a prediction about a person's success. That's one way that we use artificial intelligence. Another powerful way is being able to understand and structured unstructured data. So for instance, the interview, we're applying artificial intelligence to the interview to be able to automatically score the interview. With the advances in natural language processing, we're able to actually understand human language Uh, And our models have been tuned to understanding uh, understanding language in an an interview environment so that we're able to take the content of what a candidate says in an interview and score that in much the way that humans do it today, scored against the key competencies required for the job. So that's another really powerful way that we're using artificial intelligence. We're using it in some easier ways like uh, automation. So taking out the pro- all of the time and scheduling interviews. So much time is wasted every year in managing calendars and trying to get this hiring manager and this recruiter and this candidate lined up. You can use artificial intelligence to automatically look at calendars and find a, a time that works uh, for everybody. And then one, final one that is huge, has always been important, but in today's environment uh, even more important, is to ensure fairness. We, artificial intelligence is very good at taking data and optimizing against multiple outcomes. So what we want to do is we want to predict outcomes, we want to predict performance, and we want to do it in a way that's completely fair. We don't want to create any adverse impact uh, among protected classes. And we're able to take the, use the artificial intelligence to show us that scoring algorithm that achieves both outcomes, gives us prediction, and does it in a way that's completely fair.
0: How do you work backwards from successful employee performance attributes to candidate profiles? How do you train the models?
1: It's a great question, and it highlights the importance of having good quality data, and I think you said something there that's really important, and it's a shortcut that's often taken today when you hear about using artificial intelligence in hiring, and that is um, modeling against what's convenient and readily available as opposed to what really matters. What you've said is what really matters. It's that hiring outcome. Was this person a good hire or not? Are they performing or not? Um, are Did they stay with the organization? Are they showing up every day? Those are the outcomes. That's what the hiring process is actually about, is getting people that are going to be effective in organizations. All too often, what we see are shortcuts, like um, being able to, did we hire the person or not? What did the recruiter think of this individual? That is data. It's out there. It's available. But being able to model a recruiter hiring decision isn't necessarily telling us what we wanna know is well, was that person ultimately uh, an effective hire? And so that is what we do is we start with what do we really care about and we collect that data. Uh, we get that data from our, our clients uh, in the metrics that they gather. We also, we also collect ratings. We ask recruiters or hiring managers to rate those people once they're at work, and that becomes uh, important data for us to tune our models against and to look at our models to say, are they actually doing what we set out to do is predicting success on the job?
0: Do you have to build custom data sets for each employer or industry?
1: Um, you don't have to, um, you don't have to. You can, but you don't have to. What we're seeing in our modeling is that if you do it the right way, a lot of this is extremely generalizable. So for instance, with our artificial intelligence that scores uh, interviews, uh, we set off down the path developing model by model, question by question, organization by organization. And we said, well, that's not very scalable. Let's look broader than that. Maybe it's more scalable than that. And where we are now is what we're finding is that the behaviors that you're looking for, say, when you're interviewing on customer service, you can ask customer service question 50 different ways. And you can look across lots of different organizations. And those key behaviors that define what good customer services, there's a common theme across that, and we've tuned our models to look at that. So we're seeing more and more generalizable models that you don't necessarily have to tune it to your environment. You can start with massive databases. I mean, we're tuning against millions and millions of data points to define what does good look like, and you could actually argue that that data is more powerful than if I have a smaller sample size with my organization only. I'm leveraging millions and millions across lots of different industries to pick up on what defines good customer service instead of a smaller data set that I might have.
0: What are the best practices for creating algorithm transparency and bias mitigation?
1: Yeah, it really does start with start and end with transparency, and that's something that's missing in today's uh, environment when you look at artificial intelligence Intelligence and how it's being applied to hiring. Is there this black box that we really don't know what's going on. It's just kind of trust us. It works. Um, And that doesn't feel good for the, the, the client, the company, but it certainly doesn't feel good from a candidate perspective. So transparency really starts with Understanding what's going on and actually having a perspective and a theory around I'm collecting this data because it's gonna tell me this about a person and it's gonna help me to predict this outcome. And that's really where Modern Hire's sweet spot is, is yes, we have data scientists, but we have 40 industrial organizational psychologists, which which are basically behavioral scientists. They went to school way too long to understand what drives performance and behavior in organizations. So everything we do starts with a theoretical background and then we're just doing experiments to bear that out. What that does in terms of transparency is we understand what's going into the box to begin with because we've designed it that way. So when we do uh, automatic scoring of our our interviews, again, to use that as an example, we can tell candidates what we're doing. We can say, well, what we're going to do is we're not looking at facial. We're not looking even at your image. We're not looking, listening to your voice. We just care about what you say, the content of your response. And what we're going to do is we're going to take that and we're going to compare it to this massive database, of benchmark of other people who answered this customer service question, and we're going to score you on the competency, that core competency customer service that's required for the job because we understand what's going on in the black box. It's what we call, we've changed it from black box to glass box approach and being transparent and helping people understand what's actually going on. But it starts with understanding what's going on and structuring it, and being purposeful about the kind of data you collect. Then it becomes more explainable.
0: You mentioned the candidate's perspective. What's the reaction by candidates when they learn they're being screened and evaluated by a machine?
1: It's it's a great question because um, you know candidates are being conditioned by some not so great applications out there that stories have gotten out. And so there is um, concern, there's skepticism around how AI is being used. And so that's kind of what we're up against. And so um, we're not guessing at it. We actually just completed a research project to look at artificial intelligence consent. What do candidates actually want to know? Do they want to know tons of information? you know the goldilocks is it just a little bit is it a medium or is or is it a lot and what we found is that they want to know a lot they want to they want to know what's going on so we actually did a study where we looked at different consent statements and how much information we share with candidates, and then their reaction to the AI. Uh, Would they consent to an interview if they knew that AI was being used? And what was their overall reaction and positivity versus negativity to AI? And we found that what you share with people has a big impact, and and the bottom line is they want to know more. They don't want a very broad statement. They want to know, and they want examples. Like, we we added examples to one of the statements. So, for instance, we, and that really helped uh, change their perception about AI. Now, the good news in that research study is that most of them still opt in. There is a percentage that are kind of, there was this Only 10% said, yeah, I probably wouldn't. There was a group that were kind of on the fence, but the vast majority of them still said, yeah, I would opt into knowing that a machine was gonna score me in light of knowing how it was going to score me.
0: As employees pivot to pandemic-induced remote work, how do automated hiring platforms fit into that environment?
1: Yeah, it's um, what we've seen. So our business is basically making the hiring process virtual. And there was lots of momentum and lots of companies moving in that direction. The early adopters and the not so early adopters were already kind of on board, putting their toe in the water. But what happened with, with COVID is that almost overnight, Everybody had to bring their process online. It had to be virtual, so it's had a dramatic effect. And even those that kind of lagged behind in terms of tech, embracing technology had no choice because you can no longer do you could no longer do face-to-face interviews. So what we've seen is that everybody kind of jumped in the pool, and now that they're in, there's no going back because you're seeing. Like, wow, we used to spend hours doing that administrative task. You don't have to do it anymore. Technology helps with that. So people aren't going to go back, but what they are doing is saying, okay, we were using it this way out of necessity, but now let's figure out how to be smarter about it. How can we drive more effectiveness? How can we drive more automation? How can we drive more engagement? It's a challenge to connect with people in general in this environment. How do we connect with candidates? And so they know we're looking for a job. They know what our organization's all about. So now there's this evolution of, okay, we have it in place. How can we use it better, faster, stronger is where, uh, where things have been going to.
0: Dr. Mike Hoody, Chief Science Officer at Modern Hire. If somebody wants to connect with you, Mike, what's the best way they can do that?
1: Sure, yeah, best way is either through email, mike.hudy@modernhire.com, H-U-D-Y, at modernhire.com, or I'm also on LinkedIn, forward slash Mike hoodie
0: Thanks again for joining us, Mike. And find more of my interviews right here or at tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.